The Fed starts its two-day monetary policy meeting today in the middle of a jungle of earnings, while a discouraging set of PMI prints yesterday softened the hawkish interest rate expectations both in the Eurozone and in the UK. So the US dollar is up against euro and sterling. US equities, on the other hand, are confident that the Federal Reserve will actually deliver its last interest rate hike this week, while bond traders remain much, much more skeptical regarding the number of interest rate hikes that the Federal Reserve could opt for before pausing. So welcome, this is Swiss Coats Daily Market Talk. So there was nothing in the list of flash PMI data that was released yesterday morning to make investors think that the economic activity in the Eurozone is doing fine. All numbers were in the red, meaning that they all missed expectations. German and French manufacturing PMI plunged further in the contraction zone in July, and while well, the German manufacturing PMI even plunged below 39. So this is a number we have not seen since summer 2020, which was the heart of the COVID pandemic. So yes, the Ukrainian war, the energy prices, or the European Central Bank's monetary policy tightening, whatever it is, it is taking a toll on the German manufacturing this year. And even the German car sector is struggling big time right now. Tesla, for example, sold more cars in the first half of this year than Volkswagen, BMW, Mercedes, and Porsche combined combined guys and I don't want to add to the misery here but we actually just sold our BMW and replaced it with a Tesla contributing to the overall trend of electrification and Teslaization. So cherry on top of the bad news, the Spanish PPI showed an 8% contraction versus minus 10% penciled in by analysts lately. So it was not a good day of news from a data perspective yesterday. The euro dollar plunged below the 111 mark yesterday. The trend and momentum indicators turned negative, hinting that the sell-off in the runoff to the Thursday's European Central Bank meeting could actually extend toward the 110 psychological mark as the soft economic data in the Eurozone brought forward the expectation that the European Central Bank is certainly approaching the end of the most aggressive monetary policy tightening cycle of its relatively short history. But, but, but the softer than expected fall in Spanish PPI numbers released yesterday still kept some hawks uh, defending the idea that the European Central Bank won't stop fighting inflation if inflation doesn't cool enough. And while well, looking at where the barrel of American crude is standing right now, meaning near the $80 per barrel level, I am not even sure that the next CPI numbers or the next PPI numbers will be as soothing as the last ones that we saw. Now, don't look now, but across the channel, the PMI numbers 
didn't look better at all because the UK manufacturing PMI fell to 45 in July, while the composite PMI in the UK avoided the contraction territory by just a few points. So cable sold off to the lowest levels in two weeks, and the pair is now testing the May to now ascending channels base to the downside as sterling traders put more weight on the damage that the rising Bank of England rates will do to the British economy than on the good that they might do to the sterling holders. Across the Atlantic Ocean, well, the picture was a little bit more mixed. The US manufacturing PMI remained in the contraction zone as well, but it's contracted much, much slower than what was expected by analysts. But on the other hand, services and overall activity grew more slowly than expected by analysts still. So the US dollar index gained for the fifth consecutive session on Monday and the index is now consolidating about the 101 level this morning at the time I'm talking here as many, many investors out there continue positioning for the Federal Reserve meeting that starts today. So yes, the Federal Reserve starts this two-day monetary policy meeting in just a couple of hours from now and all the US monetary policy makers will highly likely and almost certainly announce a 25 base point hike on Wednesday. So that's pretty much a no-brainer. But what they will also do probably is to remind investors that the monetary policy tightening cycle in the US is probably not over just yet and that there will probably be another rate hike on the US horizon. And even if the US policymakers didn't actually think that there would be another interest rate hike in the US on the pipeline, well, the only way for them to scale back the dovish market expectations is to say that there will be one more interest rate hike because they actually tried to say that they would just pose the interest rate hikes and keep the rates at sufficiently restrictive levels for a sufficiently long time to bring inflation down toward a 2% monetary policy target but it didn't work out well, remember? Investors just didn't believe them, they didn't listen to them, and not having investors on your side of the game means that, well, you must work harder to achieve your goal of 2% inflation. So yes, there is a great, great chance that the Federal Reserve will actually spoil your mood this week if you are among those investors thinking that this week's interest rate hike in the US will be the last for this tightening cycle. Now in the markets, US stocks traded higher at yesterday's trading session with the S&P 500 adding 0.40% and Nasdaq 100 some 0.14% after a special rebalancing. The US two-year yield advanced past the 4.90% level yesterday and kind of fell this morning, while the VIX index, which is a volatility gauge for the S&P 500 stocks, is comfortably low right now, showing no sign of particular stress whatsoever from equity traders, whereas the Bank of America's Move Index, which is a gauge of volatility in the US Treasuries, is close to the 110 level, whereas the index was mostly around the 60 level prior to the third quarter of 2021. And before that, the index was at these levels only, only during the 2007-2008 crisis. So this basically means, in plain English, that the bond traders remain very
very, very much uncertain and skeptical about the number of additional interest rate hikes that the Federal Reserve could deliver in the US as there is actually no line in the sand and that the Federal Reserve will continue hiking the interest rates if the US jobs market, US household consumption and the US housing market all remain resilient to the interest rate hikes. Anyway, equity traders have obviously more, much more to watch than the Federal Reserve and its fight against inflation this week because today Microsoft is due to announce its second quarter earnings after the bell and everyone every investor out there you and i we're all holding our breath to see whether microsoft could benefit from the ai craze and how much the ai boosted growth for its azure segment which was remember under some decent decent negative pressure since a couple of quarters due to macroeconomic factors that were unfavorable now on friday a goldman sachs analyst reiterated his buy rating for microsoft stock and revised his price target from $350 to $400 a share. But be careful still, because when there's so much optimism in the market, it is gently time to take profit and wait for the next bullish wave to arrive and perhaps rotate toward where the next move, the next action is expected to happen. And as you know, well, the Magnificent 7 thrives so far this year and the unmagnificent 493 other stocks in the S&P 500 remain mostly on the sidelines. So what we see these days right now is that the unmagnificent other stocks are also catching up with the rally. So the next action could actually be there. Today, 70% of the S&P 500 stocks trade above their 200-day moving averages. Now, Morgan Stanley's Mike Wilson said that they were wrong regarding their bearish stock market expectation this year, while JP Morgan's Kolonovich still insists that a market sell-off is still coming. And one day, well, you know what? He will be right. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on Twitter or on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow and until then, good day trading.